0: You are now listening to the Inner Circle Podcast Network. Where you run, where you hide, don't much,
1: what you spot, what you drink, don't what what drink, Hello everyone and welcome to the Untrained Eye, the only show about what's happening. Uh, crisscross will make you jump. my name is dj with me as always is the lovely amazing astounding bethany hello beth
2: hello dj
1: (laughs) (laughs) how are you this fine day
2: i'm hanging in there
1: well it's not that fine of a day like we literally are recording as the hurricane elsa is it called yeah uh hurricane elsa is descending upon florida uh lightning has been striking rain has been threatening and we were like you know what this is a great time to record
2: (laughs) well yeah like the last time i looked at it before the weekend it was heading towards north carolina so i was like well it's over yeah Uh, i don't need to look at this again (laughs) yeah
1: we're good wait is it going up the east or the east coast now no Uh, okay now Uh, it's
2: on the west side
1: (laughs) great um by the way, shout out to Cuba. Thanks for taking it straight up the ace uh, so that we can get that thing downgraded back to a depression or a category a 1. Storm. Bro, Cuba, I was looking I was looking today at Cuba just it was just about to start hammering in Cuba and I was like, thank God for Cuba. I pity everyone that lives there cuz they are just taking the smackdown for us, but Uh, specifically our part of Florida. This may come to haunt me when I say this, but I feel like it's saved by Cuba a lot. Like Cuba's, like we're just going to be the landmass in the way before America. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah,
2: maybe that's why so many people are like, I'll just swim over. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'll swim as a hurricane's coming. That way, the wind is at my back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you think
2: that happens a lot still? People swimming. Yes,
1: over? they get in rafts and they come oh, here. That's okay. And no, nobody's swimming seventy miles. Is
2: that how long it is?
1: Yes. And I only know that because I listened to a podcast with felipe esparza today and he talked about going to a he talked about going to like a bar or someplace that was called 70 miles and it was run by cubans okay. and it was they Is were that like why? that's what they said okay <laughs> so if that's not true then blame felipe esparza the greatest comedian that you don't know yet and if you do you're amazing if not
2: was he on the last comic standing
1: i think he was Okay. He does a podcast, and he was he filled in for Bert on Two Bears One Cave that I've been listening to with guest hosts.
2: With guest hosts.
1: So um, yeah, Elsa is upon us. Uh, insert Disney Frozen joke here. Yeah. <laughs> insert. <laughs> Let it go. Let
2: it go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any other jokes. Yeah. <laughs> for that movie. Except th- for, what was it, um, John? Leguizamo. No. Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: when he was like, Sabazi Skazoozigan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Singing Let It Go. <laughs> yes. Um. So we are part of the Inner Circle Podcast Network uh, with such shows as The Hood Diner, The Failing Hollywood, The Plunge... The shit happens when you party naked, and the Simmons and Moore program. And us, I guess. The, the untrained eye. We're here to rock your socks off. And we're about to do it starting now. Go to innercirclepn.com <laughs> and check out uh, all the ways to check out the shows. Creatures of the Night has come back from the dead. They have They've
2: been resurrected.
1: They were on the, yeah, they were in the astral. Plane and they've come back to this plane of existence. And uh, Chris, Adam, and Jason are back in action. And I have also been informed that ABCD EFG Cafe is part of the <laughs> Inner Circle Podcast Network. Check the website, let's see if that's really true. The website will tell the real tale. Are we on the website? We're in charge now. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, we'll tell the real story. Uh, <laughs> it's ABC. Have you checked the website? <laughs> <laughs> I could check it right now. Um Yeah, check that out. Check out all the stuff. Listen, all the shows are great. All the people are great. We love the people. We love the shows. Yeah. Great. Don't people. you wish your girlfriend was hot like us? <laughs> Don't check. Uh,
2: um yeah. So this weekend we went on another traveling adventure <laughs> flying high in the skies. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Can I just say uh now that we've had both ends of it, you know, like we've had the back end of the trip be fraught with peril and now we've had the front end of the trip be fraught with peril. Which which would you choose if you had to have one? Would it be the front the half? Front. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> For Like, when I'm
2: ready to go back, I'm ready. (laughs) Like, I don't want to have to wait around. But.
1: Uh, We immediately, as soon as we. First of all. Well. Go ahead. I was just going to. Give some preamble.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, sadly, my father passed away. Um, He had ALS. And, um, like, I think that's what they call Lou Gehrig's disease. And Mm -hmm. it's where you're, like basically paralyzed you're trapped in your body and you can't move at all um the only thing he could really move was his eyes and then after um a while then he could barely do that so he was uh basically being kept alive by uh, a ventilator and they took him off that and he died within like two minutes so um he passed away, and so we were this weekend going to his funeral, and like I was very sad about his passing, but I was also relieved because that just seems like the worst case scenario to be trapped, in depending on everyone else, and you can't say, oh, this hurts or anything. It just seems like the worst. So I was relieved that he was released. Yeah. So anyway... Um, We had to go and travel to his funeral this weekend and it was in Alabama, but there was no straight shot (laughs) 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 flights to where we were going Um, because where they live, it's on the border of Alabama and Mississippi and um, like there's small airports near there, but not really, (laughs) there still was no straight shot flights and they were even more expensive so we're like, okay, well, we'll book a flight that takes us from Tampa to Atlanta and then Jackson, Mississippi. And then we're going <laughs> to rent a car and then drive two hours to where they are in Alabama. <laughs> So
1: <laughs> may I The adventure begins at
2: 3:30 a.m.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cut to it's outside of our house. It says across the screen 3:30 a.m. <laughs> yeah. July 1st or whatever. Was it July 2nd? Uh and yeah, so it's 3.30 a.m. Our flight leaves at 7. We got to be there at 5, whatever. So we do that. We get that. Ha- well, like We're like a couple minutes late leaving, but it's fine. We're, we're there on time. The second that we get out of the car and start to grab all of our stuff, we park, short-term parking, and I just close the door and I adjust my glasses and I was like, that feels weird. Whatever. And I walk to the back of the car and I turn the corner and the lens in my left side just falls right out. Yeah. <laughs> and my glasses had broken. Like a, the screw just broke in half. Just broke in half. So the re- I just know that every part of the story that happens from this point on,
2: it was <laughs> like
1: I was seeing underwater. Like have you ever opened your eyes underwater and everything's blurry and you can't see anything? Now imagine that's your new life and you have to talk to people. And by the way, I had to tell someone at one point I was like during this trip I was like it's so weird to talk to people because I can't see their eyes so I don't know if they're looking at me I don't even know if I'm looking at them really I just know I'm looking where their eyes should be where I just see voids right Leathering and I was in
2: Coraline or something with button eyes.
1: And I was immediately no help to you, because normally I am the one that'll be like, we need to go here and do this and da-da-da. Yeah, and, and driving. <laughs> and you're, we get to the airport, and you're like, where do we go? And I'm like, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Can't see anything. Yeah. <laughs> so we get there. Totally blind. Totally blind.
2: That's strike one. <laughs>
1: But we get we got on the plane.
2: Yeah, it was a much more enjoyable experience. Like we flew Delta. The seats were more cushy. They had like a (laughs) little screen on the back of the seat that you could like play games with and they could and watch movies. And they handed out little Purell packets (laughs) when you got on the plane so you can uh, clean your hands or whatever. Um, And so, yeah, we had a nice flight. We like I was tired because, again, (laughs) we got up at three thirty and like I just like basically fell asleep until we were landing and I woke up and it was time to get off the plane. It was an hour. No big
1: deal. (laughs) Like as soon as we touched down, though. There, I think we both knew there was going to be a problem because the second that the wheels touched the ground, you got a notification that was like, your next flight is boarding now. And we're like, huh. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever
2: been to the Atlanta airport, but you have to take trains <laughs> to get to places. Bullet
1: trains that are like, we're going to take you halfway back to Florida. Uh- <laughs>
2: so... Yeah, so when we got off, we freaking power walked
1: to get over <laughs>
2: there. We did take a train that we had trouble finding at first. We got on there, and then when we got to the gate, um, they were like... Go ahead. May I? Okay, yeah, please.
1: we're on our way there. We're like two gates away, and I'm like looking at what the the internet says from when the flight is leaving and what time because it said it was leaving at nine eleven. Wink, and uh, we <laughs> were we were there. We were two gates away at like nine o five, and I'm like, we're good, we made it. And uh, we get there, and they were like, it was nine o seven, and they were like, plane just left, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, what? And yeah, they're like, listen. We boarded early. <laughs> we boarded ten minutes early, and I looked. By the way, I looked back at the app that was supposed to tell us what time. Literally, we got there at nine oh seven. Took off 7 <laughs> <laughs> Departed. <laughs>
2: so we're like, oh my god, what are we gonna do? We're trapped here in Atlanta, and like we had to be there by three because they were having his viewing from three to six. And it's, um, we were supposed to land on that flight that departed <laughs> at 9.30 in the morning and then get our rental car and drive two hours.
1: <laughs> like, oh no. So we had we had plenty of time. And then I will say, unless you had more to add to it, like we did finally...
2: Yeah, I was. Um, so yeah, so we have to be there. Um, and so we go up to the counter and the guy's telling us, well, um, they could put you on standby on a flight at two o'clock. So then we have... If we land at two o'clock and then drive for two hours, that puts us there at four. So we've already missed the first hour of his viewing.
1: Also, that's if there's no traffic. Everything is perfect. Yeah, and we've never been there. So we don't
2: (laughs) know what the traffic's going to be like or how long it's going to take to get a rental car.
1: But the good news was is like everything kind of once we got everything set back in motion, I feel like.
2: It went on. Yeah. Yeah. Well.
1: Because they got us good. Yeah,
2: the guy told us to go to a different ticket counter. So we did. And the guy was like, well, there's another flight at 12. And I don't think, I mean, clearly the guy didn't know why we were traveling. Um, but he, the first guy was like, oh, you want to go on the two o'clock because that's the more comfortable plane.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and he was right. <laughs>
2: yeah, but I mean, we were in a hurry. So the plane, Spirit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even though it Delta. Was Delta then spirit. Spirit.
1: Uh, but I mean we ended up getting on at noon.
2: Yeah. And we didn't get to sit together. Like no. I um sat with this one lady that was actually kind of cool. Like she worked for Harley Davidson. <laughs> and um I don't remember but she like she was a nice lady. Like we started talking right away and then she was just I don't know. A nice person. So it wasn't that bad <laughs> to have to sit by a stranger but <laughs> Like, it was funny because there was a seat open next to you, and, um, like, until the very last second, uh, I thought I was going to get to move up there with you, and then some lady came and was like, you're in our seat.
1: And I was like, no. Like, I had to yell back to you, like, is this really my seat? Yeah. Because, one, he
2: doesn't have his glasses. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And two, I have the tickets.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm just sitting there like, I belong, I swear.
2: I think I'm supposed to be here. <laughs> and then uh then she figured out she was wrong. So
1: But I mean that was you know, we Part got of the adventure. Yeah, we got there. We got the the world's smallest compact car. That uh, somebody uh, smoked in, which the,
2: was really cool. And it had been in a wreck because <laughs> <laughs> like you could see on the front bumper.
1: That but. it was jacked, but by the way, I liked. I actually liked the way that car smelled because I. I don't know. I just remembered the smoke soaked uh, e- everything from when I was a kid. So I don't know. I like the smell. I know, like <laughs> it. Uh, <laughs>
2: um, but yeah. But yeah. So we got the car. It was tiny, and <laughs> um, I don't like we we drove over there and. We couldn't find the place at first because Google Maps had it marked
1: <laughs> as a Jehovah's Witness church. <laughs> yeah,
2: and it wasn't. It was a little bit further down, and so we got there and we got to um, go to the viewing, and so then we sat there for a while, and it was nice. Like, um, like it's weird when it's your family member and they like put pictures of you. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I did not expect there to be pictures of not only you, but I made the cut in there. Yeah. <laughs>
2: so, we stayed there, and then um, then they were like, oh, well, do you want to, uh, like, my sister was there. And it was um, really cool because I've never met some of my siblings. Like, I had only met one out of the other three of my dad's kids. And so my brother showed up, and, like, Gave me a monster hug. (laughs) And he was a super nice guy. And then uh, my sister showed up and she brought her daughter and then her two grandkids, too. So I got to meet them for the first time. And that was it was pretty overwhelming, but it was also awesome.
1: Yeah, it was. Uh it was funny cuz like so much got packed in for you guys in like you know basically one 24 hour period. Right. Uh because it was it was actually probably less than that because you guys we still ended up getting there around like what? Like right at 3 or yeah, 4. Yeah, like right at 3. Um and we had we had we were gone the next day by 1. So uh
2: Yeah, it was a tight schedule.
1: But like it was crazy to sit back and... because there was uh, uh, what was it? There was like a family reunion that happened.
2: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like after the uh, viewing, then they were like, oh, do you want to come uh, over to my mom's house? That's what my sister said. And when we got over there, she's like, yeah, they're going to have food and stuff. But she didn't tell us it was their 50th family <laughs> reunion. <laughs> like on her mom's uh, side of the family. So we shared the same dad, but she had a different mom. So <laughs> so it was really funny. DJ was the only white person there, and he got to go to the 50-year family <laughs> reunion. He's
1: like, what's up, fam? I can't see none of y'all. <laughs> it's legit. I can't see color. <laughs> I can't see anything. <laughs> but, uh...
2: Yeah, it was really cool.
1: Uh yeah, that was crazy because we got to see that uh, and be a part of that, and I had maybe the best catfish and gumbo oh, that my I gosh. have ever eaten in my life. That catfish though. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. So that was neat. Uh, and yeah, go on. Sorry.
2: <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, and then we just did that, and then we went back to the hotel, and since we had like such a long day like I was out (laughs) like you are
1: never asleep before me and I'm just like I'm just gonna lay back here on that and you're just zing it up uh
2: yeah and then we had to wake up the next morning and um (laughs) like we woke up and we were like dilly-dallying around and then we're like (laughs) oh no we gotta hurry up and like get out of this hotel (laughs) and get over to the funeral because they were starting at 10 30 and we freaking zoomed beth, in there
1: beth was like hey is there what were you guys talking about on creatures of the night that tic-tac that bends space and time beth it was like tic-tac has nothing on me <laughs> oh does google maps say we'll be there at 10 35 not in my house uh <laughs> and we got there at 10 30 exactly
2: on the time. <laughs> and we weren't the last ones there so that was awesome which is
1: all that matters <laughs> yeah <laughs> and
2: like, I don't know. Like, a, then we just drove over to the grave site, and like, it was—it's a weird because I've never been in a like one of those. What is it called when they drive down?
1: Oh, like a procession. Yeah, I've never procession. been in
2: one of those before. And then whenever we got there, they had one of those tents with the green chairs, and I've never had to like sit under there because I was that close to the person. Yeah. So that was weird, but...
1: If it makes you feel better, it was way weirder that they were like, hey, there's an extra seat here, DJ. Have a seat. It was like, okie-dokie. Again, the only white person
2: there. Uh, I'll sit in the shade, please. Yeah, I... Listen. <laughs> I have a <my> fair skin. <laughs> I burn easily. Uh, <laughs> um... Yeah, so that was... And it was a beautiful service, too. And they had... Um, the military. Because he was in oh. the military, yeah, they came out and they uh played taps and i was freaking crying my eyes out like he had gotten shot in the war
1: (laughs) it was crazy as soon as they started playing taps like it's because that touchstone is there that you know what taps means it only means one thing and one thing only and to see it happen in real life to someone that you know uh no matter how close you are to them i would imagine right uh, it's just like the horn is literally faced right at us. There's no way not to hear this tune uh, get spl- uh, splatted, is what I almost said, uh, yeah. and get smacked into your head. And uh, yeah, that one even caught me off guard because I was like, oh, God. Yeah.
2: And then, too, whenever they like uh, they folded up a flag and then like presented it to my sister, and then the lady was like, um, what did she say?
1: She gave the speech of, like, you know, thank you for your service. We thank you. On behalf you, of the
2: President of the United States.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'd like to thank you for your loved one's service. Uh, you know, things yeah. to that effect.
2: Again, I was like,
1: ah! Yeah, because you were sitting right next to it, like right next to that. And I was like,
2: ah. Well, and the lady, whenever she said that and she was like handing the flag, like her face looked pained. You know what I mean?
1: Yes. Well, it's so. like I was telling you, like that was like a small town. So I'm, I don't know how many you know military members pass away there, at, at what kind of rate they do. But I would imagine that those two people that did it are probably maybe there's only one other twosome that does that. Right. So they probably see any military person that passes away, they are probably there to do that. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Like it was nice that they took it that seriously. You know, you'd right. hate to just see them be like, sup. Take this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can use it as a picnic blanket. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: But, yeah, it was, I thought it was a really beautiful service.
1: Uh, I agree. By the way, one thing that we did not talk about right after all of that was that the first guy that spoke uh, sang a song. Oh, yeah. Like, just sang, just no music in the back, nothing, just sang. And that got me almost as hard as TAPS. Because that really? was like, yes. Yeah. Because that, first of all, that's balls to just be like, I have no backtrack. Like, I'm going to come. And this person that, I he clearly knew your dad, I thought, and was like.
2: Yeah, it seemed like everyone there did.
1: And just freaking belted it out. And I was like every time that he would like crackle on a note i was like oh god
2: <laughs> yeah yeah like it was weird meeting a whole bunch of people i've never met before well i think that's always weird when they're like family or family friends because they they know about you but you're like i have no idea i've heard who you are. all about you
1: like and everyone's like oh i'm
2: your cousin uh
1: Of this cousin, or
2: whatever. Like, I don't know who that is. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, I'm new here. Yeah. Uh. (laughs) Okay, cool. Nice to meet you. (laughs) So, but it was really nice. I thought everyone was nice.
1: Yeah, it was really like. I, uh, I mean, me and your brother, I feel like hit it off uh, yeah. pretty much immediately. <laughs> like I got along with all your siblings, but me and him were just like, and we're gonna talk about all things Marvel now. Goodbye, everyone.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, he seemed like really open to like finding out what was going on with us, because he was like, "What's going on, with you
1: guys?" <laughs> yeah, we had the, we had. The, by the way, that to me, what I thought was really cool that he did was like, we had the out of just watching TV mm-hmm. of the Andy Griffith show was on, and we are like, we'll just all look this way. And he just grabs the remote, and he's like, I can watch this anytime. Tell me about you guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I thought
2: that was cool, too.
1: Uh, which is like, yeah, that is awesome that he just took the took that by the horns and was like, let's go. I don't care about this dumb show. Let's talk. I don't know you, Beth. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and I never will. And I never will again. Uh- <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, yeah, I thought he was funny, because um, like he seemed more like you know whenever you're like new somewhere and you like make that one friend that like sticks with you. Yeah. Like that's how it kind of seemed to. Like we're all new here. But uh, yeah, yeah. But I think he knew some of them already.
1: Uh, your other sister that we met for the first time, that lady. I have never met a more confident person that was like, yes, this is what I do. <laughs> is there? Did you have something to comment? I didn't think so. Uh- <laughs> yeah,
2: but at the family reunion, she accidentally did the watermelon mustard challenge because it was like sitting next to it on her plate.
1: <laughs> Not <Gross>. a fan. <laughs> By the way, all you watermelon mustard people, shut up! Like, You're I don't wrong. know why
2: people are doing that. Why are you
1: ruining watermelon?
2: Well, nobody. Yeah, I've seen somebody like get a big thing of it and like scored it all over. Like they're gonna eat a whole bowl of watermelon
1: like with first- mustard. <laughs> What do you think you're going to make watermelon better than it is? No. No. Like, it's peak good. There's nothing better than watermelon. Tell me a melon that's better than watermelon. There isn't. There isn't even one that comes close. That's how ridiculous watermelon is. There's watermelon that's number one, and number two is so far down, it might as well be number five. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, (laughs) I mean, I do agree with that statement. I don't really
2: like any other melons. Like maybe honeydew.
1: (laughs) Honeydew is amazing. Honeydew for me is a number two.
2: Cantaloupe, I don't like it.
1: Cantaloupe is okay. Cantaloupe is what you are like, fine. I want melon. And everyone already ate all the watermelon and honeydew. If this is ice cold, I'll eat it.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like I've never had a yellow watermelon. Have you guys... Ever heard of that or seen that? A
1: yellow meat watermelon? Yeah. Like, I saw it and was like, Are you sure that this isn't like
2: spoiled? <laughs> yeah, is
1: this rotten or like an orange that you is this were just just not about? ripe yet? <laughs> yeah, did someone put food coloring in it? I have never heard of it. We haven't even Googled it since we've been back, but I need to find some of that yellow meat watermelon.
2: <laughs> yeah, my mom said she's had it before. Um, and, and that's what I said. Have you ever had a, a yellow watermelon? She's like, oh, yellow meats. <laughs> like- <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut your ass up right now. <laughs> you never heard of it. Uh, don't uh, say it like
1: you heard of it. <laughs> yeah.
2: So she's like, I think they're sweeter than regular watermelons. And I did think it was. Sweeter. If that's
1: true, we need to find this because that's what I love about watermelon is like whenever I need something, whenever I feel like I want some kind of candy or something, watermelon is like the perfect thing to just freaking house, <laughs> yeah. just take it all straight to the dome. And you're like, yeah, I've done something good too because it's fruit. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. So, and then, like, when we were leaving, um, we got some fried chicken.
1: (laughs) It was very good. I had maybe some of the best pound cake I've ever eaten in my whole life.
2: Yeah. And like, I usually don't eat the skin on fried chicken, like, unless it's on a leg or something. But the
1: Popeye's chicken. No, I
2: don't because it's too breaded. Like, I'll just rip that off and just get to the meat. But If I
1: had known this, I would have had you just toss that skin on my way. Shorty swing my way. Sure look good to me. We're now on our well then. Um, we're getting Popeyes after this. Uh, no, we're not. There's a hurricane coming. Don't care. We'll get a DoorDash. Let them deal with it. <laughs> oh <laughs> um
2: but sorry yeah. we were eating So that's what it was like we got some chicken oh yeah we didn't really say what what caused well i guess we did what the layover like because there was no way that we could have ever made it there oh yeah on time. no
1: it was just yeah we were it was super there was no way
2: yeah, like they said we were land or they were boarding whenever we were landing and then everyone took forever to get off the plane. So it took us like tw- what, 20 minutes to get over to the gate. So Wait. like that was never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so that I still have some feelings about it. That's so why I was like, "Oh yeah, just uh. now." Um but yeah, like we ate and then we headed back to The airport took us two hours to get there. We were early. There was, when we got to security, there was no one there. We were the only
1: ones. Security was basically like, eh, you look fine. Yeah, like here
2: in Tampa, they like scan your boarding pass to make sure you're going somewhere. But there in Jackson, they were like, no, we don't need that. We just need your ID to see if it's you and go.
1: Like, well, I'm not getting on a plane. Don't care. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Like, that would be more beneficial if you're at Atlanta, where it's like a mall at the airport. But, like, why would you want to get into Jackson, I guess?
1: Like, I understand why airports have to be that way because there are some people that just freaking are at airports all the time. So, you want some kind of a choice. But, damn, son. <laughs> right. Damn it. Uh, but yeah, d- nothing, everything was fine. We just got straight home. Everything was great. We got yeah. in at like no- noon. Well, uh, we had to
2: take two connectors, or two flights. So we took one from uh, Jackson, Mississippi, back to Atlanta, and this time there was a layover that was an hour and a half, so we got to the gate early <laughs> and just waited there, and then back and that went like the guy said there was going to be some turbulence but it went off without a hitch there
1: was none it was great we got back fine i was gonna say was something it. else about it and i can't remember now but yeah so i don't know i was gonna say though like it was like i don't know exactly how crazy it was for you to meet siblings that you never met before but i tried to I tried to be like there and talking to people, but I also tried to like hang back and let you guys like do your thing because I'm like, eh, I have this thing about I can't stop, you know, keeping my mouth open. I'm like, I just gotta keep talking. <laughs> uh, yeah, I
2: know. I think you did good.
1: Um, but it was it was very cool to watch all of you. Like, I know you were like, oh, I felt so awkward because blah blah blah, dude. All of you, <laughs> all of you were like. Hey, so <laughs> how's everybody doing? <laughs> yeah, nice to finally meet you all. Uh, it was just very cool to see all of you be able to come together like that. Like there was a, a one point where I was uh, I was with uh, someone's grandmama, and uh, it was their mother. <laughs> <laughs> that lady was, it was somebody's my grandmama. Mother.
2: <laughs> yeah, her granddaughter.
1: But I was just sitting with her mom while you guys were over at the house or whatever, just uh, looking over some things. And uh, it was funny because at some point, like you guys had been there for, I don't know, like maybe 20 or 30 minutes, maybe longer. And I remember uh, somebody was like, Where are those? Where are they? Uh, And somebody else, I'm going to go over there and get them. I'm like, Just let's just relax. Like, when is the next time they're all four going to be together and just be alone and be able to whatever just talk about whatever it is they want to be talking about yeah like it's it's different than a group chat like what's
2: funny (laughs) is like we were over there like um just talking about our dad and like uh like his will and stuff and um, like we didn't know that there was some guy that was like passed out in the bedroom, <laughs> like right, uh, right by the living room, because someone else came looking for them. <laughs> hey and
1: then is uh, Jerry over here? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like,
2: they said he's passed out somewhere. I can't find him.
1: <laughs> oh, he's been listening in on this conversation the whole time. <laughs> But I think he was asleep. <laughs> uh, oh, well, it's not like there was
2: anything secret, but. That was really fun. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. But, like, also, I've never been, like, anyone's heir or anything. It's not like I'm getting anything crazy, but, um, like, I was able to get, like, a, a ring that he had. And um, it's funny because, like, some other people in our family are, like, trying to fight over his things. Like, why?
1: <laughs> and that's, yeah, like, it's funny, because before all of this went down, like, I I don't know. I don't think I said it on this show at all, but I know I was telling you that, like, that with my family, that has also been a thing, because we have people close to their own demise, right. and uh, there's all this talk about... What money is gonna go where and what things are gonna to go to who and da da da. And my perspective on it is like, hey, you guys figure it out. If there's anything left over, then maybe I'll check it out. Otherwise, have at it. I don't want to be a yeah. part of this.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, that's how it is. Like if you get something great, if not, then oh well. Like it was their the person's life's work. It was their money. Like if they wanted to spend it to live while they were here and they spent every dime they had, great. Uh, they earned it. Yeah. It's not yours. There's nothing to fight about.
1: <laughs> and no matter what you get, you still have that loss. So it doesn't matter. Right. Like, you know what I mean? It's not, uh, I don't know. Like, I think that's why the idea of like getting something for someone passing away. Like I already am kind of like averse to that feeling of being like, Oh, nice. <laughs> Got this sweet windfall, like, but mm, someone had to pay the ultimate price for that. Right. <laughs> so, which we all do, obviously, but it's, you know, when it's staring you right in the face that you are getting a windfall because someone had to uh, shake off their mortal coil. You're like, uh eh.
2: Yeah, it's kind of mm. sad.
1: It is very sad. <laughs> but.
2: But, I mean, it depends on how they shook off, I guess. So, I mean, everyone's going to do it.
1: Yeah. Not unless Elon Musk has something to say about it. Oh, we're we gonna shake off of Mars this uh, mortal coil. Yes.
2: <laughs> so, yeah. So that's how it is. Like, we're back home now. Um, it was nice <laughs> to get back here and just um, get back to our normal routines.
1: I mean, you got to you got to take Monday off. I had to work. <laughs>
2: well, did you have to work? Yes. There was a
1: hurricane coming, Beth. I had to work. I work <laughs> outside. I have a 70 accounts that I have to get done, and if I don't, then we have to refund them, and I am not about giving away money. I only want your money. I'm not trying to give you money. Right. <laughs> yeah,
2: I don't know. I mean, the only reason I had off is because uh, the 4th of July fell on Sunday, so... They observed it on Monday.
1: Can I tell you, it was very nice today. Driving around reminded me of the the first weeks of COVID. There was nobody out there. (laughs) Nobody out there. I didn't even know if I was going to be able to buy ice at Wawa today. I'm like, are you going to be open? (laughs) They were. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I bought ice and mixed nuts and cashews whole, salted. They were delicious. Uh, Beth, um, did you have any more you wanted to say about uh, going on our trip? No. Well, if that is the case, and you're sure. Yeah, I it.
2: think so. We said a lot.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, listen, uh, tis what it is. You it's know, it's the
2: only show about what's happening, and that's what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe went on another <laughs> failed airplane. <ride>. <laughs> <laughs> And, like, the first flight was nice on that cushy plane with the screens. The second flight was uh, Spirit. The third flight was Spirit. But we had, like, two seats by the um, the window. Yeah, like the emergency hatch, uh, which is hilarious because they're like, um, if you think you can't Like, I need you to give us a verbal that you'll help if something happens, even though they don't tell you what to do. And they give you, like, this little brochure that just says, hey... Uh, if you can't help, you can't sit here, which I, I'm pretty sure I couldn't help. <laughs> like, but I just don't want to sit next to anybody. Like, I I know what to do just based on like flying with Spirit because they actually tell you. <laughs> They're like, in case of an emergency, you're gonna have to lift up on this door and pull this handle and then throw the door out. Then you look out and then if it's safe, you release this thing.
0: <laughs> you
2: nope. release this, this slide that goes down to. To the ground and start getting people off the plane
1: yeah that start getting people off the plane nonsense is for the birds i'm out <laughs> and released and uh, gone <laughs> what do we do Da-da! uh yeah
2: but on delta they did not explain that they're like <laughs> here's
1: like, a card that says but it didn't
2: it did not say what to do like it was just like i mean i could be wrong because i didn't read every line but it was just like <laughs> Like I skimmed over it and it was like, oh, well, you need to help Um, by sitting in these seats. You're agreeing to help. And here's the guidelines.
1: Can I just say what aggravated me the most is when they were like, we need a verbal uh, yes from everyone that says that they are willing and able to do this. Like, hey, are you going to try and hold this up in court? Because what (laughs) are you saying? (laughs) I didn't agree. Oh, they all said I did. Oh, that's weird. Who Hmm. did? (laughs) Say something else. (laughs) (laughs) like hey man it's not my fault that you just got amateurs I wasn't even
2: on that flight
1: (laughs) like here's the thing they want so bad to fill the seats that they truly don't care they're just like we need someone to pay for those seats so if you could do this thing that'd be great like hey man uh, maybe don't have seats there, and maybe that's where the flight attendants sit.
2: Yeah, and I agreed, but I don't know what to do. <laughs>
1: yeah. Also, my elbow's still broken. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, There,
2: the door is like 40 pounds. I don't know that I would be able to lift it off and throw uh, it out. <laughs> do
1: you want to try and lift up that 20-pound kettlebell?
2: I mean, I'm sure I could lift it Actually, like, from the ground. Yeah, I could lift a 20-pound kettlebell. I'm
1: sorry, that's a 30-pound kettlebell.
2: I could lift that. But, like, right the now. angle that you have to lift the door at, like,
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's not lifting it with both hands with your knees.
1: You would find the strength, Beth. Would I? Yeah, because I would fear be, would help me? I would be there behind you, like, we're getting the hell uh, out of here. Screw <laughs> these people. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would let you go around me
2: somehow. <laughs> it was a tight squeeze. But, like, that's one thing, too. Like, if you're, like, a big, big person, because I'm uh i would say i'm a nice size (laughs) woman a voluptuous (laughs) woman with hips they don't lie (laughs) they don't lie um but like i would say if there was someone that was like even like 30 pounds larger than me not gonna happen (laughs) like like do you need to check the weight limit before you go on these flights like what if you're like really fat
1: I think they make you buy two seats, but oh,
2: okay. And then what did they give you? Like a seat belt extender?
1: Probably. But also here's the real crazy thing. How about how we went in a couple of those planes where the like the middle arm bar thing didn't come up at all? Like- right, yeah. <laughs> then what do you do?
2: Like you... maybe it comes up in like comfort plus area? I don't know. I don't either. <laughs> like not going to happen.
1: Listen, this is the last thing I have to say on planes. If you are a person who's on a plane and as soon as the plane lands you're already standing and getting your stuff, nobody likes you and they wish your legs would break. They wish that as you were departing uh the pl- deplaning the plane that somehow that little gate thing would like come unhinged and you would fall in between the plane <laughs> and the thing and you're just on the ground now. Yeah, uh, and they don't
2: stop or you're just stuck in between and they don't stop. Unboarding uh, the passengers Yeah, they're
1: like, hey, let's get this thing uh, closed back up And everybody else off this here Airplane
2: Yeah, they just step over your face
1: Frickin' the worst Anyway, um should we take a break, Beth? I mean, we are the only show that plays bumpers anymore Besides, uh oh wait, besides no one Who else plays bumpers? The Hood Diner? Do they? I don't know Look again
2: (laughs) Maybe if we gave him a bumper to play. (laughs) Kaz. (laughs) You're welcome, Kaz.
1: (laughs) I've got to edit them. I'm sorry you heard. We've had some some business to attend to. Um, I will do it. I promise I'll do it. I've got to do it, Beth. Mm -hmm. Did I do it? We'll find out after the break.
0: We'll return after these messages...
1: What up, this is DJ Sentry. And I am the homie Casual. And we are the host of the Hood Diner Podcast. DVD. You are tuned into the newest member of the Inner Circle Podcast Network. That is the Untrained Eye, yeah, yeah, yeah. Beth, and DJ. They uh, they crack up at almost everything they say, and it's fucking hilarious. And I can't stop laughing with them. So, yeah, if you want to laugh, check out the Untrained Eye. They're going to make you laugh. That's just it's inevitable. Only on the Inner Circle Podcast Network. Order up. These are Order my up. my closest confidence. These are my friends. This is my inner circle. We are the inner circle, baby. No matter who thinks they're in charge around here, we're in charge now. Spoiler alert, I didn't do it yet. Sorry, but I will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, we're back. We're in charge now, Beth. Uh, what uh what do you got for us?
2: Well, I saw a story about the Boy Scouts. um It says they reached an eight hundred and fifty million dollar settlement with tens of thousands of sexual abuse victims.
1: tens of thousands
2: yeah, the but- Senate's or I'm sorry, the settlement is the largest in a child sexual abuse case in the United States history
1: uh that you know. Imagine where that is the largest and still the Catholic Church exists. How long has the Boy Scouts been a thing and they have to give up 850 million?
2: It says uh, more than 84,000 people are part of the lawsuit against the 110-year-old organization, which has been plagued with claims of abuse from volunteers and leaders since the 1960s. The Boy Scouts of America filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy last year as it faced mounting legal costs to defend itself against claims of sexual abuse against boys.
1: So it's crazy because, like, if you think about it, it actually makes perfect sense. Like, anyone that is volunteering for stuff like that, the odds of them being a creep go up exponentially. Like, it's the same kind of people... Like it's like when people are shocked that the people that work at slaughterhouses are psychopaths because they like you know throw chickens up in the air and like do crazy stuff and they treat animals badly when they're uh, slaughtering them or whatever. They're like, how could they do that? Like they work in a slaughterhouse, right? Of course you're gonna draw the crazies in, and it's the same thing with stuff like the Boy Scouts. You are just like, hey creeps, uh, we've got this lighted, spotlighted siren. We've gathered
2: just- these boys here that you're gonna have to take. Out into the woods and no one's watching you.
1: I mean, listen, we you you spent your whole life trying to find a gaggle of boys and we just got them here for you. Just come here and be in charge of them. Uh, god forbid 84,000 of them won't have a claim. 84,000 that's so many thousands.
2: <laughs> like, it's just crazy that they have to pay since it's a volunteer organization. Like, it's crazy that they're going after them specifically and not the abusers
1: directly. Because they probably can't. Yeah. There's probably, like, statute of limitations. There's all kinds of, you know, this guy was a frickin', you know, volunteer one time, and then he dipped out to Pennsylvania or wherever they go. Like, <laughs> <laughs> isn't that where all the pedophiles live in pedophile
2: yeah, but I, I just wonder what the actual details are. Because, yes, they gathered these people together. Maybe they ignored the accusations. Uh, who knows?
1: Uh, they for sure ignored it because you don't want to believe, like... Well, you
2: it, don't want to mar the integrity of the um, the Boy Scouts or whatever institution.
1: Well, and, ki- the, and that's the thing. That's what sucks is that, like, kids tell such freaking fantastical tales... That you're like, all right, slow down. Like, is this really what happened? And they're like, dude, it happened. And I don't know, something else crazy. And you're like, ah, right. You're a kid. You're crazy. Old Steve, old counselor Steve wouldn't do anything. He's a great guy. Relax. But if you're ever
2: going to call a kid crazy, it shouldn't be over that. No. Yeah.
1: But also kids say things and they're you're like, hey, did you actually mean to say it like that? And they're like, no, but, you know, it's just the first word I thought of. Like, <laughs> uh okay (laughs) thank you child uh this man is in prison now right uh you no go ahead
2: this is the downer episode (laughs) uh people passed away terrible trips (laughs) molestation (laughs) settlements
1: (laughs) uh this dude steven dorf have you ever heard of him
2: uh yeah, isn't he? Was he in Blade? Yes. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> he was. He says he emb- he's blasting Marvel films, embarrassed for Black Widow star Scarlett Johansson. Uh, this guy is a freaking... somebody had the tweet of all time that I could not uh I I wish so bad that I'd saved because they were he made he let's see here he told him, my business is becoming blah 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 he, all right, whatever. Uh, he was saying that, uh, he's like how, he basically was uh, putting Marvel on blast saying Black Widow, the Black Widow movie was going to be, it looks so trash. I don't even want to be, I don't even want to be in movies like that because it's it's embarrassing. It's it's uh, something just like.
2: Like she's s- at sellout or something.
1: Well, like she should be. Embarrassed or something because this movie is gonna be so garbage. But somebody put somebody put whatever quote that he said, and they were like, "Also Steven Dorf. and it was a poster for this movie called Zero to Hero, starring him and Eddie Griffin in a wheelchair, and he yeah. was like stopping bullets with his hands or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they were like, "Yeah, cool man," because his whole quote was something to the effect of like i you know rather than take a a movie like, or a role like that i'd rather wait for the next kubrick uh, to come along and then i'll be a part of that and that was the that was the quote that they took and then put him up, <laughs> put him up from zero to hero uh, <laughs> stopping bullets with his mind like oh word is so this now the next you kubrick can
2: judge somebody <laughs> for their superhero and skills
1: <laughs> like i listen we're all petty we all are jealous uh, we all want something that somebody else has that's way better than what we have, because I deserve it. Uh, yeah. But be well, quite, Get better friends. Listen, if the, if we've had one recurring theme, it's, hey, famous people, get better friends. <laughs> well, I read
2: somewhere that Scarlett Johansson was saying that she was kind of ashamed of the way she portrayed uh, the Black Widow in the first iron man like how it was like way over sexualized like she was just like supposed to be a sexual person or whatever like she was really sexy and then she also could fight
1: (laughs) (laughs) i mean in fairness like if she's embarrassed by that that's that's her own hang up because uh compared to what the comics are like they're just sexy (laughs) no 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 yeah well yeah like the comics are like hey it's oops all cleavage uh, none of the none of the female uh, uh, outfits make any sense for protection in any way because it's all showing <laughs> more skin do. than anything else. So yeah, maybe she did act a little sexier than she wanted to at the end. Now that she's at uh, the Black Widow movie, but all right, let's just all take a deep breath. <laughs> it could yeah. have been much worse.
2: And like, is there something wrong with being sexy?
1: Well, Beth, yes. In this day and age, you can only be sexy or strong. You can't be both unless you're Chris Helmsworth or whatever his name is. Is that his name? yeah, Unless you're a Helmsworth, in which case, then you can be strong and sexy. I think it is Chris, maybe. But that's it. Too many Chrises.
2: I'm not really that into him. Too many Chrises. too many Toms. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you more of a Tom Hiddleston guy or a Tom Holland guy?
2: No i mean i think he's cute now i like him more now that we've been watching loki but i would say i'm probably more of a robert downey jr fan even though he's old aren't
1: we all Yeah, (laughs) but he's still hot though (laughs) uh by the way you know what's crazy i was i was listening to quentin tarantino on joe rogan's podcast which i have a lot of feelings about that
2: or the winter soldier i forgot about him
1: that's true (laughs) uh You know what's crazy is Robert Downey Jr. is actually, like, the cool version of Bill Murray. Like, uh, Steve, or, uh... Uh, Quentin Tarantino actually made like a really great point that until he said it I never really thought it before but he was like everybody likes Bill Murray he's like but he doesn't really have like his character arc is kind of the same thing in every movie he's in he's the biggest asshole that ever was love it and at the end he just gets a, he gets to be a douchebag the entire movie and then in the last 10 minutes he's like ah oh. I shouldn't have been a douchebag. <laughs> and everyone's like, You're great. Uh and he was he was juxtaposing that to uh Chevy Chase. It's be, he's like, he actually had an arc. Like he had like a better arc than Bill Murray. Bill Murray, he didn't say this, but Bill Murray was just more. Seemingly more of an affable guy. <laughs> yeah, like hi Even though he was a super douche. <laughs> yeah,
2: I love that. But that's like I ahead. love Bill Murray. Bill Murray's one of my all-time favorite actors. Like for sure. Even in like Kingpin, where he <laughs> could not be a bigger douche. You like <laughs> wash that perfume off before you come back to the table. <laughs> or sometimes when I wake up, Big Earn's already at my house. <laughs>
1: Um, Uh, and who didn't want that rose bowling ball
2: uh yeah but that and then um i don't know like i had a crush on him when he was in ghostbusters too even (laughs) though i think he was so ugly (laughs) (laughs) i don't know why but i mean he
1: was never really a great looking guy like he was just very 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 charismatic
2: yes (laughs) so i don't know i loved him but I feel like
1: oh, I still like, do. <clears throat> I feel like Robert Downey Jr. now is like the non-dude. He is the he is the the whole arc of Bill Murray. Like he is what Bill Murray was, you know, in not just the last ten minutes. Like he is what Bill Murray would have been if he got the full arc of like I don't know. Robert Downey Jr. was for sure the real life douchebag that everyone oh, yeah. was like, like he went through. Yeah, and now he like what better? Is there a better? A public redemption story than Robert Downey Jr.
2: I don't think so. Like unless Charlie Sheen is like <laughs> gonna try to turn something
1: around. Can I tell you again from the Steve or the I want to I keep wanting to say Steven Spielberg with the Quentin Tarantino uh, episode of Joe Rogan that I didn't realize is that
2: I need to hear that
1: John Travolta was basically uh just he just lived in obscurity like nobody really cared about john travolta anymore
2: until he went to pulp fiction
1: yeah he like he had like run his course everyone yeah. was like john travolta is a nobody nothing he had his moment in the sun and that's over
2: i think i heard that
1: and yeah it was I, so i will say this about the what go ahead
2: so who brought that up quentin tarantino or um both like okay we, joe no, they Rogan, weren't like he wasn't like i oh, revived his career
1: no. <laughs> well, he did but not like that. Yeah. Like it wasn't like in a way of like I did this. It was like it happened because the you know, we were all part of this thing. Like it's funny because I don't care what anybody says. Like listening to that episode made it all make sense. Anybody that's like, "How could you?" no matter what feelings you have about Quentin Tarantino, like once you hear him talk one-on-one to somebody, you totally get why Whoever wants to work for him. Forget the fact that he makes these iconic movies, but you understand why the people want to work with him because he's just somebody that you want to be like... Because he gets excited about stuff, and you're like, it's just easy to get excited and be like, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Uh,
1: I don't know. He just seems like a fun dude. But that... I was telling somebody this, probably Chris. um, What I liked the most about that podcast is it reminded me why I like podcasts because you get you get this weird look in on something or someone that you would never get when would you ever get to hear a 2 hour conversation about nonsense with Quentin Tarantino where he talks about whatever you just wouldn't right uh and it's se- like i don't know if he does a lot of interviews but i don't think i've ever heard i don't think, I've I heard don't think so either. Any, anything really from him but i don't know stuff yeah. like that is awesome it reminded me of like oh yeah this was like Remind me
2: about that tomorrow because I do want to listen to that. But since I don't go on Spotify,
1: I like exclusively moved over to Spotify now. So that's uh, just what I do, Beth. I'm a Spotify guy now.
2: Yeah, Yeah. well, I'm not.
1: Um, I haven't
2: quite figured out uh, Apple Podcasts.
1: By the way, everyone says after the update, it got worse. So it was already a terrible app and it got to be a worse app. After so this the is
2: something else that was uh, kind of annoying on the trip is I downloaded a few episodes of podcasts so I could listen to them while we were flying in airplane mode or whatever. And I listened to one and then I couldn't figure out which <laughs> <laughs> episodes I downloaded because I, I just couldn't find them. That's because it wasn't like the next episode in line, like on some of the the shows, like I've already listened to a bunch of them and I'm just like going through the back catalogs or whatever. So
1: I wish you like, would have let me help you because I don't know. I think I
2: tried to ask you, you know how to find them.
1: I know, but I could probably find out.
2: Yeah, but it's okay. Because whenever I was done listening to that podcast, then I was like, okay, well, then I'll just plug in this thing and listen to the <laughs> TV show on this little screen. But, yeah, don't know how to find those downloads. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what were we talking about? I feel like this all stemmed from...
2: We were talking about Quentin Tarantino. And- oh,
1: yeah, because this douchebag was like, Ugh, Scarlett Johansson, but. <laughs> yeah.
2: But like one of my favorite Quentin movies is Death
1: Proof. <laughs> they talk. You're going to love that. Listen to this episode, I'm please. You're going to you're gonna love this episode.
2: Yeah. Uh, like, I think, was it Chris that was talking about that baseball documentary on uh, shit happens when you party naked? Uh, the that, Battered Bastards of Baseball with Kurt Russell.
1: That sounds correct.
2: Well, Chris, I watched it. And I thought it was really good. (laughs) I'm not even a baseball fan, but I love like that kind of nostalgia things. And to hear like an underdog story, like how Kurt Russell's dad was just like, well, we're going to make an independent team. That's not part of Major League Baseball. And we're going to do it and we're going to be better than them. And then we're going to try to they're going to try to take it from us and we're not going to let them. Without a fight.
1: Not unlike the Inner Circle Podcast Network. A great group of indie podcasters that looked at the big guys and said, no, no, not me. Not today. You can't get me, Spotify. We're on our own, and we're going to do it better and bigger yeah. and cooler than before. We're basically the Kurt Russell of podcasting. <laughs>
2: um, yeah, but I just thought that was a really good story. And I didn't realize that Kurt Russell's dad was an actor, too. And he was in like so many episodes of Bonanza, <laughs> and, like, all these uh, other shows like I, I never even thought of where he came from. So I thought that was really cool.
1: It's funny because like I don't know if that's going to continue to happen, but I know there I feel like that was like the case. Like a lot of people that we grew up with were legacy legacy folks like they weren't. They didn't just get picked up off the street. You know what I mean? Like, right, they, they like, had a door. Yeah, there was some door that was already opened, whether it was their parents as actors or directors or whatever it was that kind of gave them the, oh, I can, I can do this.
2: <laughs> yeah, like Drew Barrymore. My <laughs> I uncle's think, um, Francis
1: Ford Coppola or whatever. Yeah, Nicolas Cage. <laughs>
2: Gwyneth Paltrow. Um, I don't know what...
1: who else. Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> Buster Keaton.
2: <laughs> Angelina Jolie. Your dad's John
1: Oh believe. yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of those. Yeah. Um
2: yeah, Charlie and Emilio. <laughs> Emilio. Yeah. Martin Sheen. <laughs> uh
1: who's the 24 guy? Uh Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland, Sutherland. Sutherland and Donald yeah. Sutherland. Yeah. Uh, a lot of legacies. I don't know if that's going to continue to be the case, though. Like I can't imagine uh what's what's Edward Cullen's real name?
2: Robert Pattinson.
1: I can't imagine Robert Pattinson's kid is gonna be like, you know what, Pops? I'm going to do what you did, and I'm going to get into the acting biz. Does he even have a kid? Who knows?
2: I have no idea. You know who has seven kids?
1: The Snow White lady? Nick Cannon. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, maybe seven? I don't even know if that's the right number. Probably but there's, eight now. there's a lot of kids. <laughs> and like, I saw this post that was like, he always shows up for the uh, photos, the like pregnancy <laughs> photos, and he's in every single one wearing that stupid turban or a <laughs> stupid turban. Like I don't know why is he trying to make that his thing or
1: it could be religiously inspired. Well, it then could I feel be... terrible. No, but it's okay to make fun of people's religions if it's weird. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> is that uh... true? Because they got a lot of jokes. <laughs> Just kidding. That's why I like Jewish people. They got them tiny hats with no bills on them. <laughs> yeah, like how do they keep those on? Uh, bobby pins. Really? Yeah.
2: Okay, <laughs> interesting.
1: Uh, Beth, we are we are running into the end of the show. Would you like to uh, get some of that sweet, sweet, uh, whatever it's called? Trivia. On? Trivia. There you go. Oh yeah. Let's see if I can. Let's see if oh, I. Are you gonna read today? I haven't done any practicing, but let's see if I can do this a little better. Uh, this episode of the Untrained Eye is brought to you by Official Clothing, Bethany. Oh yeah. You ever heard of them? I have. Official Clothing is. I it may hip? have a shirt or two or two is a hip hop inspired clothing brand in the heart of tucson arizona headed up by the homie casual official has an amazing selection of the best quality hats shirts bracelets accessories stuff like the big o pin you can get one of these awesome i know i said bracelets but i'm wearing my my show bracelet you can't get one of these these are limited i think i said i'd sell one for one thousand (laughs) dollars it's the hashtag no offense bracelet uh, check out all the bracelets. Check out everything. Go to officialclothing.com. That's O-H-F-I-S-H-L dot com. And if you use promo code untrained, you will get 25% off your first order. That is an unprecedented amount given by none other than the homie casual to the untrained eye and the untrained eye only. Nobody else gets that good of a deal. Anybody else that says they does, they does? They does. Uh,
2: they, does not. they
1: does not. Is what you see. You'll type in their promo code and you'll be like 20%. What? What is this? I thought I was getting 25. Didn't type in untrained. So do that. Uh, Official clothing. Did I say how it's spelled? Let me do that real quick. O-H-F-I-S-H-L dot com. That's where you need to go. Official clothing. Live by your own rules. Thank you, the homie casual. This show is also brought to you by Sleep. Terror Clothing. (laughs) Sleep Terror terror Clothing is an occult-inspired lifestyle brand owned and operated by John Chow, a.k.a. Sleep Terror John. Exclamation point. That's how I wrote it. Beth, if you're looking for high-quality hats, hoodies, shirts, art prints, Leviathan Cross, beard oil, and as of this very moment, the summer line, the the acid-washed shorts, the new shirts that have come out, Listen, it all looks amazing. I use, I literally, I la la la. get to the chopper. I la 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 la. <laughs>
2: Stop
0: making fun of me. God, can't. <laughs>
1: I just got out of the shower before we started this episode and put Leviathan Cross beard oil in my face and hair area because I have a beard. I also have long hair. It goes down past my shoulders now because I. Have commitment, just like John does to you, so you can get that good, high quality. And if you, dear listener, go to sleepterrorclothing.com and use promotional code untrained at checkout, you will get 15% off your first order. It's the best promotional code in the business. Beth, Sleep Terror Clothing, follow your own path. Or see you in your dreams. Bed. (laughs) <laughs> uh, nice uh, donate to the show and I will curse you after the read uh, <laughs> five bucks get you in the raffle do you want to be cursed by sleep terror John give us five dollars and you will be uh... <laughs> maybe we'll pick your name They we'll pick your name uh so this is the part of the show where we do <laughs> Trivial Pursuit. It is 90s edition. Uh, it is a real heated battle that Beth and I get into every week. And uh, it's a winner-takes-all scenario. Um, we Whoever wins this wins the podcast and uh, gets to, I don't know, the winnings will truly be determined at a later date. But, Beth, what year do you have in this year 90s trivia.
2: 1997.
1: Me too.
2: Okay. Well, I shuffled the cars around and clearly <laughs> came Useless. <out>. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I'm uh, going to read first.
1: You please do. You always win.
2: <laughs> what doll brand recalled its snack time kids line after consumers reported that they munched fingers and hair as well as toy food?
1: Hilarious. Barbie. No. Um. Is it one that I know? Yes. Cabbage Patch Kids. Correct. Really? (laughs) That was... I almost said Garbage Pail Kids, and I was like, I'll be normal uh, and say the real thing. Uh, Beth, what U.S. president, when handed a Romanian flag with a hole where the communist emblem had been, burbled, thanks for the poncho? Ooh. Burbled. That is a word I need in my lexicon right now. Okay. Now... This is 1997. Was he a president in 97? Yep. What you... Well, I assume he was. He's the only president I think of when I think of 90s president. Clinton? Absolutely correct. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Thanks for the poncho, he said. Shut up, Bill.
2: (laughs) What brand of platform independent components did Java cook up to counter ActiveX?
1: That's a great question, Beth, and I'm really glad you asked it. So we're gonna start at the beginning of computing. It all starts in DOS, Beth. That's Once incorrect. you go into DOS, that's when you really the magic starts happening. You start Javaing, you start scripting, you start C But What plus-ing. does Java
2: start with? J. No. Like not the computer program. <laughs> like coffee. Java? Yeah.
1: It's like what is it st- Bean? Bean.
2: (laughs) But what's a plural?
1: Beans.
2: But put it all together.
1: Java beans. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That's amazing. Uh, Beth, what... Sorry. Who rejoined Apple as the uh, consultant when they gobbled up Next Software in 1997?
2: Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs is correct.
1: (laughs) You're two for two. Right. (laughs) And so are you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: what animated Doofus was the first to scale Springfield's mount murder horn and leave his wallet there?
1: Uh if it's not Barney Stinson, then it, not Stinson. What is this? That's who married who married your mother. Uh <laughs> yeah, I don't know what Barney's last name rubble. is. Rubble. Barney. <laughs> it's
2: not rubble. It's not that's not the right answer anyway.
1: Is it not? Is it Homer's J Simpson then? It is. You know what the J stands for? No. Stands for J. J-A-Y. Oh, okay. <laughs> I remember like that, Donald J. Trump. <laughs> that was like a big episode where they're like, finally, Homer J. Simpson's middle name is revealed. And uh, they go, I remember his, it turns out like his, somebody, he was like raised on a commune or something. And they had made a mural of him. And like by the end of the episode, there was like a bush that had. Uh, Grown in between Homer and Simpson, and he moved the bush, and it just said J A Y, and he was like, "Oh, finally, I know." And I was like, "This is the worst show I've ever seen." <laughs> <laughs> is it my turn? Yes. No, it's your turn to read. No, it. is it? Yeah. Oh, okay, Beth. What? White House cabinet member... These are all really politics-heavy, these Yeah, questions. like you
2: get the Simpsons, and I get <laughs> the politics.
1: What White House cabinet member did Will Ferrell portray on Saturday Night Live in a royal blue dress and pearls? Janet Reno. Janet Reno is correct. I feel like that question has been asked already before. Screw you, 90s Trivial Pursuit, for doubling down. On the same question.
2: What restaurant chain, after much debate, named its fruit smoothie the Fruzle?
1: McDonald's. No. Burger King. No. Taco Bell. No. It's not a drive-thru. Wendy's. Usually. Sonic.
2: Yeah, it's not usually a drive-thru.
1: Friday's. No. Is it something like a Friday's?
2: No. It's not like that kind of chain, like it's more Five Guys. No, it's more quicker than that, but
1: more quicker. Moe's, Bud Ruckers, uh, Steak and Shake, sandwiches, uh, sandwich, Subway. Correct. Ah, old <laughs> stupid ass Subway with your fruzzles, Beth. What socially minded company churned out Newman's Own ice cream? Yuck. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: who has? artisanal ice creams that's mainstream
2: Ben and Jerry's yes that is correct
1: <laughs> uh, by the way you've gotten every one of these <laughs> I mean, just so we're all clear like with minimal hints so <laughs> yeah.
2: what nation didn't let its lack of a Japanese embassy deter it from naming Sydney Portier its ambassador to Japan
1: I think I speak for everyone who heard just heard that question when I say what <laughs> I don't understand. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> uh,
2: it's an island nation.
1: Ah, well in that case, Cuba. No. <laughs> we Australia. Went there. Oh, the Pompanos. Uh, what is it called? The
2: Pompanos. The Poconos. The Poconos. We did not go to the Poconos. Where the hell? The Bahamas. Correct. Bahama?
1: <laughs> the Bahamas. Oh, Bethany. Um, I like the answer to this next one. Beth, what South American country converted Villa Grimaldi, a former torture center, into a park of peace, honoring its victims. This is a fun this is a fun South American place to say. I don't know if you'd call it a state or a country or a what, but it's very thin. It's very thin and it's to one side of this South American continent.
2: So when you're saying it's thin, you're talking about the shape of the country yeah. or the
1: place? It's very thin. Like you're like, "What?" Like I remember seeing it on a map as a kid and being like, "Why would they shape it like that?"
2: That doesn't <laughs> help me one bit.
1: <laughs> uh it's it's uh I don't it's... know anything about South America. Okay, here you go. It's one of your specialties that you make that's very good that you haven't made in a long time that I wish you would make more of.
2: Chile. Chile. It's exactly correct. <laughs> not a specialty. <laughs> Whatever, I like it. I like it too. <laughs> I almost special made some the other day, but we didn't have any hamburger. <laughs> is it special to you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it, is it isn't. It's special.
1: Okay. Uh, go on.
2: All right. What was Eminem sitting on when he came up with the name Slim Shady? His butt. No. A chair. That's a type of chair.
1: A recliner. I don't know. A lazy boy. <laughs> uh, I don't know, a day bed, a sofa, a love seat. A, it has a uh, hole in it. A donut, A uh, an inner tube. Is no. that it? A hole in it? <laughs> a hole in it that you sit in. Yep. A bean bag. <laughs> no. <laughs> A hole in it that you sit in. Is it a pool? No. Accoutrement. Is no. it something that would be in a house?
2: Yeah, yeah it's in every house.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the shitter.
2: <laughs> I'm going to need you to say the, the clinical term. <laughs> the toilet. Correct.
1: <laughs> In it <laughs> it's got one long hole that just goes away. <laughs> I feel like everyone knew. <laughs> uh, I'm sure everyone knew. For sure everyone knew that. I love it. Uh, <laughs> Why is this idiot not saying toilet? Beth, uh, that was the last question for you, right? Yeah. All right, here's my last question for you, Bethany. What movie prescribed... Yeah, prescribed prosthetic enhancement for Mark Mark Wahlberg. (laughs) What movie prescribed prosthetic enhancement for Mark Wahlberg? What movie did Mark Wahlberg need a prosthetic on?
2: Oh, Boogie Nights. Yep. (laughs) So did I get them all? You did.
1: Uh, you know, Margie Mark hanging like, a piece like, like that. I'm like, was it his face? I don't know. <laughs> it was his head. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the big one. <laughs> How horrifying if that was the big one. <laughs> uh, Beth, do you have a recommendation podcast-wise or otherwise uh, for the great people today?
2: I would love to say yes, but no.
1: So I, it's funny because I've been, uh, I've been, uh, what's the word? Training people at work, and uh, the dude that I was training could not hack it and just no call, no showed. Oh. So I have been able, like, for the past two weeks, I've been not really much uh, listening to podcasts. But the past couple of days, I've been able to, uh, even though my training is going to start again on Thursday, possibly Wednesday. Which eh, hopefully Thursday, because Wednesday it's gonna be very rainy. Hurricane. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, but I realized I was behind on uh, the Coffee Buzz, and I listened to three the last three episodes. But Things Fall Apart was very good that episode. Let's see if I can. Uh. Just the so the coffee. Okay, let me let me let me backtrack here. The coffee buzz. Uh, I'm going to tell you a little bit about it. Uh, the world is the world is a playground for the subconscious mind. This podcast explores a wide range of topics on personal development. Every Monday, join Brad for a new episode. Whether you want to know more about the law of vibration, a plant based diet, or exploring the power of this blah, 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 the power of your subconscious mind, this is the podcast for you. Brad, I'm sorry if you hear this. I'm sorry I did a bad reading of that. But things fall apart. I'm pretty sure this was, the, yeah. Okay, I'm not reading this whole thing because I just did terrible at reading. But he talks about, one of the things he talks about in that episode is uh, one of the tenets, I guess, of stoicism. And uh, I guess that one of the exercises you do is like you think of your last time, you think of the last time you're going to do something. Okay. and uh, I haven't heard it yet. He talked about his... He talked about it in context of his kids, or his his, uh, daughter. Mm -hmm. And, uh, like, I totally... It's funny because, like, uh, he got me right in the feels on that episode because, uh, you know, it's... Over the past year, we've gotten uh, an opportunity to get, like, a lot closer to our nephews. And my younger nephew... I was telling you this the other day, Beth. He, like... He was telling me, he was going to tell me something. He's 10 years old. He was going to tell me something. And uh, instead of just like walking to me and telling me, he like sat on my leg and was like, I'm going to tell you something while I just put my arm around you and give you a little side hug. And it was crazy because in that moment, I was like, this might be the last time that this ever happens because he is like right on the cusp of being like, I'm 10. I don't need this. Uh, I'm like uh, turning into an almost like routine. this is weird
2: now. If I sit on your lap, uh, yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. We're both adult men now, even though I'm 11. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, w- I was thinking about that. I've been thinking about stuff like that anyway because you know we care a lot about our nephews and I I worry about them. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah. Uh, so when he was talking about that, I was like, oh, that's such weird serendipity that, like, I actually was doing that anyway, like, thinking of the last times that you would be doing things, uh... So I don't know. Uh, I don't know how I was going to tie all that back around. I just made myself sad. But listen to <laughs> <laughs> listen to the Coffee Buzz. We've recommended Brad a million times in the past, and it's because it's a great show. And if you're not already listening to the Coffee Buzz, you really should be. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got to say about that.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like I was looking on Instagram and another podcast that pretty much came up with us at the same time. Um the Bumblebutt podcast, like they mm. are taking a hiatus and now I'm not sure what they're going to be doing, but I guess during this hiatus, they're going to be discussing what becomes of the show. And I really hope they stick to it because it's like, it's just weird whenever you've gotten used to these personalities that you listen to all the time and then they're just gone.
1: Yeah. Like that is, it's where I feel like I'm kind of cheating with Chris Wutzky, because like he's still on other shows and even if he wasn't, I just call him and we do our own show every day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like I don't know, like it's it's crazy that a lot of the ones like it's it's funny because like we didn't know at the time like we started us the untrained eye. The Hood Diner and the Plunge all started around like the same two week period, and we did not find that out until many episodes later. Right. Um. But like we had a lot that we did start with from the beginning that are now no longer with us. Uh. R. I. P. Pod full of sunshine, snafu. Uh. There are others. Yeah. Uh. That. Please
2: welcome to my show. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, it's uh, it's crazy. Then you have other ones like uh, the Coffee Buzz, like uh, Super Media Bros, like uh, you know, there are probably others, but those are the two that come right offhand. That like, we didn't start exactly at the same time, but like, uh, we all kind of like met in the early stages, and we've all been, I don't know, part of this weird thing that we all decided to do independently.
2: Uh, yeah, like, and I feel like too, like whenever like the longer people stick to it like i feel like that gives me more like hope and like confidence to stick with it as well um, because when people are just like well i'm, I'm tired of this i'm going to quit then it's like what well, was it worth it if we're just going <laughs> to quit
1: soon or well i mean you have the, you have stuff like uh, you have people that just quit for whatever reasons like it feels like everyone has a good reason. Like no right. one just quits cuz they just are like oh, I'm sick of it. Uh like, you know. I mean,
2: it is a lot of work.
1: Yeah. It's it's like
2: Even if you only do it once a week, it's still like time consuming and you have to make yourself do it because it's not like you're getting a paycheck for this. Like some people maybe are, but
1: not us. Yeah. Not even a little bit. Uh we only pay money Uh, (laughs) but like I mean we would like to do this Uh, that's why dragging the table is like I won't let it go like it will come back one day but it's why like I've said it a million times but I'll say it again like if I have to spend time on one of the two shows it's gonna be this show every time like I love dragging the table I love doing the solo thing I love talking to people like that but um, the show I don't know I want I want to ride this show uh, as far as it'll go you know what i mean like
2: yeah yeah i know me too but i don't know like it's just sad like i hope they don't decide to end the podcast because i really love that show the bumblebutt podcast
1: yeah by the way they were ones that were like i feel like we met fairly early on that were cool with us uh almost immediately so
2: yeah. <laughs> so it, it's a true con- uh crime podcast and they do like they do true crime stories but then they also do between the bumbles and it's where they just like talk about random stuff or they talk with their patreon guests or yeah pa- patreon people
1: yeah which is cool
2: yeah so it's a good show i agree so i'll recommend
1: that all right, I need to write that down at some point, uh, or you can. Here you go. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> there you are. <laughs> uh, that's why there's so much work in these podcasts. Uh, that's hilarious.
2: <laughs> I think uh, I heard somebody else saying this, but like now, like I, um, I don't know. Like whenever I'm at my desk, like salespeople will come to me all the time and bring a paper with the customer's name on it that they want me to try to look. At and find information for them for, and they freaking try to hand it to me, and I hate it when people hand me stuff now, too, just like Iron Man. Don't hand me this. Yeah, like, I don't want to take it. Like, just tell me what the name is. I can hear.
1: Uh, that's really I don't know right. why I just thought of that, but... yeah, Because I, I, just, I just pushed a paper and a pen towards you, and you are like, nope. Yeah,
2: like, uh, no.
1: <laughs> uh, all right let's let the angry dad tell you where you can find the untrained eye podcast you are listening to the untrained eye you want to find them on instagram and twitter you can find them at the untrained eye pod you want to find them on facebook the untrained eye you want to listen to them apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, soundcloud stitcher spotify TuneIn, in chatable pod chaser pod gang podcast addict go pond me go check them out thank you ben we love you for flying out every week Uh, to come here and just do that real quick yeah even Uh, though there's
2: a time change (laughs) you know he
1: he, Ben is dedicated if nothing else he's very dedicated he's like nope I could record it but I want to come and do it live he's already leaving he's got to get right back on his plane there's no connectors he's going straight through lucky Uh, (laughs) It's a long flight, but uh, we appreciate you, Ben, for flying out here every week. Um, check out our uh, sponsors, Official Clothing. That's ohfishl.com lcom Use promo code Untrained to get 25% off your first order. SleepTerrorClothing.com. Use code Untrained to get 15% off your first order. Did you like the music you heard on this episode? Of course you did, because it was by your boy Culla. That is C-U-L-L-A-H dot com if you want to hear all the music that he's ever made for the past 15 years including the new album half or one half you can pronounce it however you want you know why because it's free and when it's stuff is free you can call it whatever you want you can call it late for dinner you can call it i don't know whatever people say about don't call me late for dinner you can call me what you want just don't call me late on payday hey you can call me what you want just don't call me sally hey you can call me what you want (laughs) just don't call me Wilfred anyway uh, Culled.com check out all the free music there Uh, do you like vintage clothing check out at Brick Body Kids on Instagram for all your vintage clothing needs and is that it go to innercirclepn.com to check out all the Inner Circle podcast network shows such as the Hood Diner the Simmons and More podcast the Failing Hollywood the Plunge Shit happens when you party naked Hosted by none none other Than Jason Thin Ice Almy Always (laughs) on thin ice No matter what he says The ice is thin under his feet He could go under at any moment
2: Don't worry Almy I'll save you she won't i'll save you she
1: won't Uh, i don't have the
2: strength to lift off this (laughs) airplane door but
1: somehow (laughs) i can't lift 40 pounds but i'll lift you from the ground i can lift 40 pounds
2: (laughs) it's just a weird angle (laughs) Uh, that's a a weird angle (laughs) i'm not that
1: weak uh i might be now uh yeah, listen to <laughs> listen to Thin Ice Almy if you if you choose. Uh, he's on Patreon. Uh team Almy on Patreon. It's Tree Fitty. Uh, if you want to hear his episodes. What else is there, Beth? Is that it?
2: I think so. I think
1: that is it, Beth. I re- mean, I have one yes. more recommendation. Please
2: King Size Bed. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Like We're we still have not gotten
2: our king size bed yet, and I really, really want <laughs> one because once again we stayed in a hotel that had one, and I was like, yes!
0: All right, this show's over. We love you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. Tell,
2: I want everyone to tell nope. DJ. The show's over. It's to get I'm turning your mic off. A king size. <laughs>
1: Thank you for listening. We love you. We will see you next Tuesday.
2: Hashtag king Size. See ya.